Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Good morning to you on all of a sudden this cloudy, wintry kind of a Saturday morning, but we'll heat it up. Great week, at least in the COVID game. As you well know, England has come to its senses and lifted restrictions. But did you know so has Denmark? Did you know so has Ireland? Did you know Sweden, who barely had any restrictions anyway, is on board? Did you know Norway is on board? Did you know Finland is on board? Did you know the World Health Organization has declared COVID endemic, which means deal with it like the flu? Did you know that just about everyone in the world, other than the state of California and a few other communist states owned by China, has decided to come off this nonsense now? Even the CDC, in little ways, is admitting all sorts of things. Masks don't really change the spread. We've had enough time now to compare the states that didn't use the masks or make them mandatory to the states that did and saw no real difference. But the best part of the week to me was Dr. Oz. As you know, Dr. Oz, our Dr. Oz, who initially, along with a couple of other MDs, spoke out and then was silenced. Oz was telling the truth in the beginning and then he was told, shut your mouth. And he, he had to he had to go along. He's running for the senatorship of the state of Pennsylvania, and he is going to win. This is a Medici prediction that I don't think I should be too proud of. Oz will win. He's dynamic. If you get to the website straighttalk.cc, I put a clip on of him being interviewed on Fox, talking about how our medical system is broken. This is Dr. Oz talking about how our medical system is broken, talking about how you can't speak the truth. I mean, Joe Rogan puts on the inventor of the RNA technology that drove Pfizer and Moderna, and they went after Rogan. Our Surgeon General goes after Rogan. What is going on, man? It's not working, though. This is creating a backlash, and if you're not part of it, get off your duff and get involved. Really get involved. I tell you a story, but I can't until I'm off the air about something that happened to me this week. A woman being basically accosted on an aisle in a health food store by some dope with his face mask on. And I'm talking about, I listened to it for about 10, 15 seconds as on a quiet aisle, this dummy starts his, his cavalcade. Why don't you wear a mask? Does that mean you don't care? This woman's getting nervous. I can't tell you how the story ended up on air. It was not good for him. That's all I can tell you. Who are these bullies? Who are these bullies? It's kind of over. It really is. So Dr. Oz is running 
if you listen to him in this interview, he talks about how what they do with Omicron. Well, I told you this back two months into it. It's this thing about you go into a hospital for a bunion removal or some minor form of a surgery and they test you. And if you test positive, you're another case. And what this has allowed them to do is exaggerate the threat. And they've been doing this from the beginning. The other one, mandated by the CDC, against Senator Jensen of Minnesota, who spoke out, against Dr. Anderson of Northern California, who spoke out. Another one they were doing is basically, and you know the game, saying that when you die, if you die of emphysema, but you test for COVID, it means you died of COVID, not emphysema. They never did this with the flu. Had they done this in the flu, characteristic of the last 20 years, we would have seen half a million dead each year to the flu, which we never did because they never did that. It was left to a physician's discretion. And when you had late stage cancer, when you had late stage heart disease, when you had any cardiopulmonary issue, and, you know, it was your time. If you had the flu, corollary to the disease, the cause of death was never the flu. It was the disease. This was flipped. And, of course, Oz, yesterday on Fox, talks about the financial incentives behind that that were given to the hospitals. So we have been hoodwinked. It's coming out. It's getting stronger. But that's not the show. That's what I'm happy about. The show today is about something I started last week that has hit people really hard between the eyes. And I think, as always, I am definitely ahead of the curve on this. And that is this thing that a lot of people are getting called post-COVID syndrome. Now, this works for the medical establishment because the string of idiots basically have a new thing to throw in your face and scare the wits out of you with. And if you're ignorant, or I should say innocent, they'll succeed at scaring you. And what that means by post-COVID syndrome is you get COVID, some form of it, this one Omicron, which for some people is a very rough flu. For others, it's a sniffle. You get Omicron, and it's two months later, or Delta, and it's two months later. You're not sick anymore in the sense of the symptomology you experience, the harsh part. But it's two months later, three months later, four months later, six months later. And you still can't breathe. And you still don't have energy. And your renal function may be depressed. And your cognitive function may be depressed. Only it's not a week or two weeks or three weeks. It's three to four to five months. Now, this is so prevalent, it's being termed as post-COVID syndrome. I've had about six people that have come to me with this kind of issue. And that's in the last month and a half. Some of them go back to having COVID over a year ago, Delta, and they still feel like their spine is being twisted by some insect in the core of it or their joints are always inflamed, or their kidneys ache, or their mental place, their mental status isn't up to snuff. This is around. And again, 
that it's around and not being dealt with correctly is because we never understood COVID. While we were so busy mandating idiocy, we forgot to take care of the people who were really threatened. We put all this emphasis on the children, the children. Oh, what about the children? This sickening stupidity. And what did we do for the children? Ruined their minds by putting big black plaques on their face and asking them to have a good day when their threats were beyond infinitesimal, way less than the flu. That's what we did. That's what we allowed. That's what your kids will be paying for. We allowed a bullying, a corrupt bullying by imbeciles to the point where we have suffered. There are scars to be dealt with. But I won't get off on that. Let me try to help you. And if you don't know me, go on my shows. April 2020, 2020, May 2020, talking about the lies. There wasn't a thing I said that was wrong. Even to the point where a few weeks ago, a month ago or so, I said, Omicron is for real. While I, Medici, have said consistently, consistently, these numbers of sick people are being grossly exaggerated. I didn't say that for Omicron because Omicron was our ticket towards the endemic status. Omicron, we have to thank, as harsh as it may have been for some people, because Omicron has been our ticket. Omicron is the line across which we have to come to terms with the fact, a la Europe and the World Health Organization, that this has become endemic now. This is the flu. You deal with it. So once we start dealing with it, instead of hiding under rocks, then we can start dealing with what to really do about it. And then that we've seen vaccines at best are going to reduce symptomology and not transmission. Well, who did we listen to in the first place? Dr. Fauci? Pfizer? Moderna? And about the protection? 99 point something percent effective? only to realize less than a year later, you don't stop viruses. Listen to Witkowski. Witkowski, Newt Witkowski was all over the world in April of 2020 stating this. So was I in 90s. We had so many epidemiologists as usual telling you the truth from the beginning. They didn't get the primetime slots. They didn't get heard. Do you even know who Witkowski is if you didn't listen to my show? We had great, heavily credentialed people telling the truth. This is why I'm so glad Oz now, because he's so well-known, is finally come out of the box, and he will win the senatorship. All right, post-COVID syndrome. You had Delta, some stupid variant. You had Omicron. It's six months later, and you do not feel well. What's happened? Well, what's happened we should have gotten the clue about. When we found out the answer to COVID when you were sick and on your death knell was not a ventilator. It was a steroid. Because the problem with COVID is not the virus. The problem with COVID is not the virus. The problem with COVID is not we've got ACE2 receptors in the lung, etc. And some brands of COVID, not Omicron, but Delta and the wild type, the original one, bind to those ACE2 receptors in organs kidney, especially lung, 
and you got a big problem. What we did in our stupidity is kill people on ventilators, and it was stupidity. If you listen to good guys like Pierre Corey talk about the reasoning and the rationales and the think tanks he put together to realize that the stupidest thing you could do was use a ventilator in place of what? A steroid. Why do you use a steroid? Anybody, even in dumb, dumb medicine, knows that you use a steroid to shut down an immune response. And as you reduce the immune response, you reduce the inflammatory response. Steroids saved life. Cipro saved life. Zinc saved life. But let's stick with the strict medical stuff. The steroid. The steroid, after a number of months and far too late, became the standard. Why? Because we started to realize that something that was causing death was not the virus. Do you know, I think it's in bats. I could be wrong, so don't attack on that. But I think it's in bats. Bats get coronavirus. Now, that's definite. I'm not wrong there. But their immune system does not react to it. So bats remain symptom-free. COVID doesn't kill bats. Bats spread it. Maybe pangolins. But bottom line is the coronaviruses that have been studied in bats the bats the animals are just the vectors they're the transmitters and the reason it doesn't kill the bats is the immune system of the bat doesn't respond not so with humans now maybe fauci should stand up and take a bow because that piece of human filth Okay, and Wuhan had something to do with this. And let's not get into that. We'll leave that to Rand Paul Jr. to hopefully crucify this pig. But the bottom line is, if you study coronavirus, the ones that we actually know are in nature, they don't get sick because their immune system doesn't respond. Ours does. And ours does off the chart. And it would, goes off the chart in response the macrophage, which is the first line of defense to the virus, makes a molecule, I'm repeating last week, but in more detail, makes a cytokine. The cytokine is like a hornet. You walk by a hornet's nest, a hornet goes in, a hornet comes out, another one comes in, comes out. It's pretty spooky, hornet nests in the forest. But you go and punch that thing a few times and hang out for a while, and you're going to have 50 million insects eating out the inside of your eyeball. That cytokine storm. You annoy the immune system enough. And the response can be the problem. So what do you have to come in with? Well, a steroid. Once we learn that, a lot less people got really sick. So... COVID stimulates the immune system and produces cytokines. Cytokines are pro-inflammatory molecules. If unabated, because the way it works, guys, is it starts and then another part of your immune system shuts it down. If it doesn't shut down, it becomes a storm and your pro-inflammatory immune system cells eat you alive. Now, 
That's how people died when they were poorly treated and cared for. That's how people died when these boobs were focused on all the wrong medicine. And they were boobs. And the reason I tell you that is you had doctors out there screaming to go about this in an alternative way. And also using ivermectin. And I will tell you right now, first hand, second hand, third hand, and fourth hand, ivermectin works. And don't listen to me. Listen to everybody else. But I'm telling you, I have had massive personal experience with people being bailed out using ivermectin. It worked. And how that and steroids and zinc and vitamin C and the rest of it didn't become the mandate. Well, we need to grab our surgeon general around his stupid, just immoral neck and ask him where his brains are. Because mainstream from the CDC to the Surgeon General never supported this. And the number of lives we would have saved, is it's incalculable. If we could ever get the statistics straight. So, the point of the show now, you have post-COVID syndrome. Why? Well, obviously you're not in a raging autoimmune state. But cytokines make something. When a cytokine starts singing, it calls in another immune cell called a fibroblast. That fibroblast lays down something called fibrin. I want you to think of fibrin like spider web. And what cytokine storm causes as you phase out of it is the deposition of massive amounts of fibrin. Massive amounts of spider web. It's like come on here and everyone that's had COVID just cross this line and as you cross it we're going to hit you with a ray gun of spider web and that spider web's going to go into your lungs into your joints into your kidneys into your brain it's going to be like if you were a sponge and we dipped you in water and when we pulled you out we said where's the water the water's everywhere the fibrin is everywhere so now basically you're encased in a mass of glue. And that's post-COVID syndrome. Now you have to give me the benefit of the doubt on this. Go back if you don't know me and listen to my shows, April, May, June, and go find one thing I said then that wasn't true. The only thing I would discredit myself with was into believing that people were smarter than they were or at least more ethical than they were. If I made any mistake, it's because I couldn't believe how much of a beating people would take before they did anything, how corrupt our politicians were, and just how just faulty. You know, Redfield, the CDC, when he left, you see this imbecilic woman that took his place, Redfield, who was the old school, said, this is man-made, and then he disappeared. Did you notice how corrupt these people have been. I could discredit myself there. I didn't imagine that you could be that filthy and that dirty. But if you don't know me, go back and listen to those shows. There wasn't a thing I said around COVID that's wrong. Well, I say that because I cite today. My statement to you is if you're suffering from post-COVID syndrome, if you had it, four months, five months, and you still don't feel well, it's because you are encased in a layer of muck, of glue. Which brings us to the next question. What 
to do about it. Well, what you have to understand is, again, our ignorance and innocence as a society begs the question, oh, okay, I got post-COVID syndrome. What do I do? It's specific to the person. Do you understand it's specific to the person? What you do about post-COVID syndrome is a therapy that has to be devised specific to the health status and nuances of health of the person. Well, what do I do for post-COVID syndrome? Yeah, Joe, you just take a little bit of this and do a little bit of that and it'll go away. Oh, okay, thank you. I'll tell my friend. Sorry, Joe, it doesn't work that way. This is where the American public has to get smart. If you are getting and sustaining symptomology, if you are still sick, at least on a moderate level, months later, you are living in a spider web. And how you dissolve that spider web is different than how someone else dissolves it. So if you're pre-diabetic, I don't say diabetic, everyone knows when they're diabetic. When you're pre-diabetic, you're in a physiological state that will not allow the body to dissolve COVID, will not allow the body to dissolve fibrin. That glue doesn't go away when you're pre-diabetic. If you're more than 20 pounds overweight, if you're 40, 60, 80, if you're obese, like about a quarter to a third of America, if not more, your immune system is laying down tracks of fibrin all the time. If you are under great psychological stress, and I don't mean the usual, you know, traffic was tough today on the 405. I mean, you're in a marriage you're not happy with. You're in a job. You have financial stress to the point where you'll be in the street soon. When you're living under that kind of stress in filthy areas, which includes most of Orange County and definitely all of L.A., your body's sucking in the things that make that very same glue that you're trying to get rid of. If you don't know what a 7 to 14 day water fast is, you won't get out of this if you need to do that. And then, of course, there's something so simple. And yet, I'm going to conclude the show today telling you that if you have post-COVID syndrome, this is what you think you know how to do and you don't know how to do it. You think you know how to do it, but you don't know how to do it. You think you know how to do it, but you don't know how to do it. If you have post-COVID syndrome, when you move your body into a stretch, you know, like flexibility, stretch, like yoga, but I won't use the word yoga, I'll use the word Pilates, I'll use the word dance, I'll use the word gymnastics, I'll use the word stretch lab, I'll use the word you saw some video on YouTube about how to stretch what you don't know how to do, even though you think you do, is stretch into your joints. I didn't say your muscle, I didn't say your tendon, I said into your joints to the point where you feel like you've come up against a rotten wall of crud. What you don't know how to do in that moment is push about 5 to 10% beyond that without hurting yourself. 
You don't know how to do that. You don't know how to do that. Do you understand you there who takes yoga regularly? Who has a background in athletics or a background in dance? You don't know how to do that. You don't know how to push your edge in your joints when you have post-COVID syndrome. And when you fail to understand what I'm talking about, you will not break up the fibrin. And if you do break up the fibrin in the joint, your body will start to unravel to the point where you can start to break up the fibrin in the organ. The poses of yoga allow you to access the organ. Have you ever taken a post-COVID patient up a hill and made them scream for air? Watched them defecate down their leg because they're afraid they're not going to get their breath when all they're doing is pushing the fibrin out of the tiny air sacs. Well, if you haven't, then you don't know what I'm talking about yet. There is an edge to be experienced after you've been ray gunned with spider web for months. There is an edge to be experienced. It's called the art of motion. It's called the art of yoga. It's called the art of regenerating yourself after you've been damaged. But people don't even know that edge exists. Thus, my show today. P.S. If you have an issue with this, 714-850-1007. 714-850-1007. You'll be hearing from me next week. Stay abreast of the news. It's all good things. We're putting this lie to bed shortly. We'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.